stays on his feet. Airs it out down the field. It is caught by Tyree. Manning lobs it. Burris alone. Kick on its way. It's got the distance, and it is good. And Lawrence Times has done it again. He's kicked the Giants to the second Super Bowl in four years. And the New York Giants, given the last rights by many in December, are the Super Bowl champs in February. What is good, Giants fans? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Big Blue with JQ. I'm your host, Jack Quattararo, and alongside with me is my great co-host and great friend of mine, Kevin Meiselman. And I just want to thank you for being here, Kevin, because earlier you took a tough loss in NHL Online, and I wasn't sure if you were going to make the podcast. Oh, uh, yeah, so I don't know if you guys know, but here at uh, in Hampton, Connecticut, uh, I'm a senior here at Quinnipiac, JQ, obviously a junior. We live next door. He just witnessed a meltdown I had after... Losing to the Rangers as the Rangers in NHL 20 was a pretty, pretty psychotic scene, if you ask me. Yes. I got pretty upset through a couple things, but I recovered, and now I'm here to do this Giants podcast. You know what? We can look at the bright side in anything, JQ. They didn't lose in Week 11. No, yeah, we didn't have to worry about a loss this weekend at all, Kevin, which was the nice thing. We didn't have to worry about any players getting hurt, thankfully, and we just we just have to worry about the team now moving forward as they prepared uh, to play the Chicago Bears That'll this be another weekend. loss, in so, my opinion, but we'll get deep into that. Yeah, we'll get deeper into enough. that. So on this episode of Talking Big Blue with JQ, we're going to give our predictions for the Chicago Bears game versus the Giants, and just a little look ahead at the um, upcoming draft. I know it's I know it's early on in the year, but these are this is kind of like a mock draft for Kevin and I tonight, so this is like something I want the Giants to do when they... Or on the clock, Kevin. So Yeah, definitely just some, some really cool names to look out for as it's very likely the Giants have a top five pick. If somehow they don't have a top five pick, it's probably gonna end up being six. So there's these guys are you're gonna start hearing those names surface as the postseason comes, of course, but we wanna get a little head start on it and do our scouting because nothing going on with the real Giants is really that exciting right now. No, yeah. I mean, guys, you you've seen the Giants over the past couple of weeks. Nothing has changed, so and we're still in the same position as we were a couple weeks ago, Kevin, and I don't even know what to say about yeah, the team let's just a get, lot let's of just most get of the started. time. I mean, um, yeah, let's get started with the preview against Chicago. I mean, we, 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 we talked about it last episode, obviously what happened in the Jets game. Hopefully this bye week can, I don't know, give them a little bit of added energy, but Pat Shermer actually, I just read an article on Giants.com yesterday saying that, and this is something that goes for all NFL teams, Bye weeks really don't give you that much added rest. You have a few days of practice. You have five days away. Um, I'm sorry, it gives you added rest. It doesn't really give you a lot of opportunity to fresh up on things you might need to do better, especially if you're a two and eight team. I don't know how much they're getting out of just a, a few extra days of practice. Kevin, do you think they even did anything on their bye week? Like, what do you think the Giants did with their bye week? I don't know. I, I don't even. You know, Dave Gettleman maybe as like the GM would come out and talk to the press. I don't think there's the a lot week, of, but you know. I don't know if the the organizational morale is that high right now when you're talking about the relationships between players, coaches and, and front office. I mean, if you're not winning games, there's never anything fun going yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, really I'd love not. to I'd love to get going on uh, the Chicago Giants games. No, I have absolutely. a little analytics to preface the the matchup with, of course. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, go for it? Yeah, I want you to start, Kevin. Yeah, well, cause... like, look, once again, the Giants are facing a team. There's not many teams that are worse than them. You got the Dolphins and potentially the Redskins coming up as the two games I can Can't see them the winning. Bengals, Kevin. They s- still haven't won a game yet this year. Right, but we don't play the Bengals, so the oh, Giants thank won God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't have to lose to the Bengals, guys. Don't worry, because we would be the team to lose to the Bengals. Yeah, I, that's all. This year, I wouldn't be surprised. The Giants are going to go into Chicago uh, right, it's in it's in Chicago. Yes, it, yeah, and it is uh, in Chicago this game, and it is a it is a one p.m. game. So, yeah, guys, I, we're not gonna get blown out on prime time this the, week. So the, the one bright side for the Giants this week is that Chicago ranks twenty sixth in offensive efficiency. The problem is, I don't think Daniel Jones is gonna have a very good day. The the Bears rank fourth in defensive efficiency. We obviously know that that's their strong suit. Uh, and I mean, even if Daniel Jones makes some good throws, which as usual, I'll expect him to make some good plays. I'm not going to be shocked if the the turnovers uh, start yeah, to start yeah. to surface again. Yeah, Kevin, he has to go up against the one and only Khalil Mack. So, and everyone knows what his story is on how like he's now a member of the Bears. He has been for a couple of years, but he just adds so much more talent to that defense, and no one ever wants to block him because everyone has seen what he's done to offensive linemen. He's he's he shoved them with like one hand, like a like a falcon punch, basically. And yeah, he's definitely you know, shoves people out of his way. It's crazy. Yeah, he's it's... definitely in a league of his own, and this is not a Giants offensive line that I think is prepared to handle him. So no, not at all. Especially Kevin think... with the injuries of the offensive line. I know Nate Solder has a concussion now, and I really don't see him playing this weekend. Yeah, like once again, I'm predicting a loss. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's it's sad. It's sad, and that's Did why you we say have the. Sorry the for interrupting you, but to get to, let's, of course. Let's, uh, w- let's get back to your score. What's your prediction on the score? Well, let me check the Vegas odds. You always know I yeah. like to do that. I like to try to keep it close to that. Uh, well, I'm going to guess before we see it that the Bears are favored by 10 would be my guess. Let's see. I'm looking on IB times right now. I would now. hope they're favored by 10, guys. The Giants are in no place to win right this now, game. Right now, the Bears are favored 6.5. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I guess that makes sense. I guess they're really think the Bears' offense is really, really garbage. Uh, Kevin, I'll go I know with the Bears winning the spread, and I think they're going to win. Uh, let's go 24-14 against the Giants at home. Anyone who bets out there and is listening to this show, I'd maybe listen to I'm kinda parlay guessing, Kevin I'm, here. Oh, I don't do parlays. I don't, <laughs> lose, I don't lose money like that. He's a smart man. He's yeah. a wise man, Kevin. Ma- manage your money wisely. Mm-hmm. So... Thank you, Kevin, for that prediction. I am, yeah, I know that's <laughs> kind of funny how he said out. that, but I agree with you on this one because I really just don't see the Giants' offense doing a lot against this Bears' defense. There's been a, multiple teams in the NFL this year that haven't put up a good amount of points on the Bears' defense this year, so I just, I really don't see the Giants doing that, Kevin. And having Khalil Mack on the other side of the field is one scary man, so that's someone I just don't want to play ever, and I'm a little nervous. But I really think this score is going to be. I think the I think the Bears are going to win by more than six, Kevin. I think it's going to be a thirty to fifteen game. I think it's going to be a two touchdown game, just because of the the way the Giants defense has been performing the past couple of weeks. Like DeAndre Baker is no longer like an existent player on the Gi- Giants defense right now. There's always touchdowns given up on his end of the field, so I really don't see them doing that well against this Bears offense. Who as of late, has been struggling, Kevin. Yeah, I mean, if they're you, when a bad team with a, or I'm sorry, with a bad offense looks at its calendar, they're circling the Giants for a team that maybe they could get their offense going against. I mean, that's how bad the Giants' defense has been this year. And 
You, you can't expect to win a road game. Yeah, they want right to. They want to make a push for the playoffs. The Bears are four and six right now. They want to make a push. Pretty likely they're five and six after this week. Yeah, they're probably going to be five and six after this week, guys. Which gives you the should all a expect chance. that because the Giants are in no place or chance of winning right now, and they shouldn't even be thinking about winning at this yeah, point of the two season. Two and fourteen is the, the ideal situation. It's just terrible right to now. say that. It's just, but it's it's got to happen at this point. There's no point in winning games, guys. Lose now to win more later. Yeah, exactly. If you don't lose, you're gonna have you gotta more, rebuild more the team. losing. Yeah, yeah, but I really garbage. just don't see the Giants playing that well i know i'm sounding repetitive but i just want to see a lot of saquon barkley this weekend and hopefully for him he has a turnaround game because kevin you saw what the jets did to him their defensive line shut him out and really proved why some of your statements are becoming more and more true as the weeks yeah we we were just talking about it before the game quinn nelson you said he went as a left guard all the way to cover the right tackles position on a play and that's just one example of the many many examples of quinn nelson being a stud. Uh, an unbelievable player. Like, uh, if you guys forget, that's the fifth overall pick. The the Colts drafted in the Saquon Barkley draft. I was a big proponent of the Giants taking a guy like Quinn Nelson when you can lock in someone who was compared to, to Joe Thomas a little bit as someone you could rely on as your key off or as your core lineman for ten years. I feel like that is so, so valuable, uh, when you compare it to the value of a position like running back. So I mean it seems like every week we kinda talk about this, but it kinda hurt seeing Saquon go from one car or sorry thirteen carries for what was it one yard two yeah. weeks ago and then see Quinn Nelson almost score and do that play this week it's just I really think the Giants messed up I could talk about it two years now in hindsight but I just you, you everyone complains about offensive lineman and he's a world class offensive lineman that will make a, a worse running back do just fine yeah I really think he helps that Colts offensive line out tremendously and. I saved my blood boiling stress for the Rangers. Yeah, you really I, I, did. I'm a little more calm when it comes to this. I've kind of accepted it because I just I can't do. It's that just tough to see it because you see a player like Quentin Nelson performing so well at such a high level of the game, and I really want to see a Giants offensive lineman do that. But we're really gonna have to take our draft picks wisely, Kevin. That's like something we're gonna talk about today. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, let's get right into it. Obviously. JQ has now come prepared. He's a little yes. bit more insightful on the draft, so I'm going to let him lead this one here. But pretty much it's going to be a recurring segment now. We're going to get some video clips for you. For We'll get it on YouTube, get it on yeah, IGTV. We're going to mix it up a lot. We're going to make this really interesting. For yeah, you yeah. We'll, we'll be doing this every week, every episode, where we're kind of just looking at some of the guys the Giants should be interested in drafting uh, in the 2020 draft. JQ started off with the defensive end from Ohio State, Chase Young. Okay, guys. So I really have Chase Young as the number one option for the Giants as of right now because if they're looking, Kevin, if they're in the range from a first-round pick to a third-round pick, this is their guy because he's like one of those generational talents that you're not going to see a lot. He's 6'5", 265 pounds, and he's an edge rusher, and he can also play linebacker if needed. I really like him a lot. (coughs) Oh, excuse me. I really like Chase Young a lot just by the way he plays the game and all the highlight tapes I've watched of him. Like, he's got that extra burst of speed that not a lot of other defensive ends like his size really have. So that's something I I really want the Giants to have, and I really think they have to jump on this chance. I know they really do need an offensive lineman, Kevin, but this is a player that can really change the way their defense is and make it so much easier for the other 10 guys on defense. Yeah, that 
I mean, I think that you said that, well, I mean, we know we had that little suspension issue right now with Ohio State. Yeah, with the money uh, fraud. Uh, Who I, cares? I, I think that that should never be a reason for, for a team not to draft someone when it's something so Yeah, I really, like I really see him as a good kid, and all he was trying to do was whatever get out of a situation or help someone pay off a debt so and and i uh, yeah and as and as we get to number 2 on this list I just want to say i've been talking about the value in offensive linemen and defensive linemen to JQ for a few years now now i've known him i promise i didn't make this list because it's it's staying in that yeah. area <laughs> cuz i think those really are the two most important areas of a team except for the quarterback position and i didn't even know you drew up this list i'm happy that Glad I have a co-host who knows the right things to look for. So number two, Andrew Thomas, an offensive tackle, left tackle from Georgia. JQ, tell everyone all about him. So Andrew Thomas is another one of those freak of natures, Kevin. He is 6'5", 320 20 pounds. So this is a big boy moving around on that offensive line. I don't know what the size of Quentin Nelson is, but I'm pretty sure Andrew Thomas has him on size here. And Andrew Thomas, there's a lot to say about this kid. He's got good hands. He's got great footwork. And he can also be an asset in the run game and the and the blocking. So he really does a lot for Jake Fromm over at Georgia. And I would love to see him on the Giants because Dan, you, if you give Daniel Jones more time, hey, maybe he makes more plays. And, hey, maybe you win and, more games. And maybe open up some lanes for Saquon. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if, if they can say that Andrew Thomas is going to be good at run blocking, then, hey, this is a chance you're going to have to take because you, you're not going to find a lot of these offensive tackles like this. Like, he's on the mock... 2020 draft in the top 10 because he is so good and i really think like like you said kevin with with what's his name quentin nelson i don't think the giants can really miss another opportunity like this i think they have to jump on him i feel like if the giants have a one through five pick and chase young is gone before they have a chance to get him this is their guy they cannot miss this guy they cannot pass this guy i don't care like they can't Something one another team can't trade up for this guy like they need to pick this kid because I really see him being an asset to the team and really helping out this weak offensive line, Kevin. Uh, I mean, I actually think you put that perfectly. I, I it almost seems like I, I brainwashed you a little. I, I mean, mean, I, I just want to see, <laughs> I just want to see the Giants block someone and then let Daniel Jones throw the ball downfield because if Saquon's not gonna get it done, I'm gonna lose my mind yeah, and I really and don't want to be blaming Saquon for all the giant struggles right well, now. Well, luckily we have a list of people that goes further than Andrew Thomas in case they don't get him. Number three you had on your list was Calvin Throckmorton, an offensive tackle once again out of Oregon. Yeah, Kevin. So Calvin Throckmorton That's out a of, goofy name. That is a goofy name. I don't, don't even know if I pronounced that right. Sorry if I didn't Calvin. But this kid is another big kid, boys. He is 6'5", 309 pounds. That's a Calvin Blockmorton. Yeah, maybe Calvin he can... Blockmorton, a little pun right there. He's putting together a fine senior season at Oregon, and he's he's blocking for the one and only Justin Herbert, who is I know you love the 6'6", 225 quarterback that I wish declared for the NFL draft last year. But we're just not going to get into that because now I have Daniel Jones on my team, and I'm a full supporter of Daniel, Danny Dimes. Yeah. You just love to see some offensive line help. But Calvin, yeah, I, back to Calvin. Sorry to interrupt you, Kevin. He's a big, big run blocker. So that's something the Giants can use a lot of because if you want to see Saquon succeed, guys, and you think he can do it on all on his own because he's Superman, it's, it's not going to happen. He <laughs> needs the other weapons to help him out. And when I mean weapons, I don't mean like another tight end or a wide receiver. I mean like the big guys in the trenches who, trenches who are really going to help him out, Kevin. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, mean, I think you're. Yeah, I think you've done your your good research on these offensive linemen. Like yes. like I say, it's and 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 for number four, we're going to talk about. You're going to talk about. I mean, mm-hmm. Tristan Wirfs, another offensive yeah. tackle from Iowa. 
the same purpose goes for all three of these guys, obviously. You want them to one of these guys to fulfill that need right now of not buying time for your quarterback and not creating holes for your running back. If the Giants can land any just elite offensive line, then I, I think you can How consider sick would that be. Yeah, How I think sick. you could just consider the draft successful. So the last guy I have on your list, Jake, uh, Jake you tell me, Tristan Wirfs from mm-hmm. Iowa. Yeah, Kevin. Just being able to say that we snagged the great offensive lineman for the draft would be cool. And this is another great kid, too. Tristan, how do you pronounce his last name again? Another little... Worfs, I think. Worf. W-I-R-F-S. Weirfears. De- definitely. I, eh, yeah, he's, he's another six foot five kid, 315 pounds. Like, another unit. Like, this kid is straight muscle, probably. And he's, a, he's an edge setter. So that's something the Giants really need because Nate Solder is way too slow and old and crappy for his job i really can't watch him anymore and if this young kid's gonna come in at 6'5 and 315 pounds and move and be able to run block very well i will be very happy and on the mock draft kevin they have the browns taking him so this is another player that a lot of other teams are looking at too because the offensive lines are very important like the browns did they lost a little bit of that offensive line this year and that's why i feel like they're really struggling this year kevin yeah. Oh I mean, man. Yeah, I, it'd be I mean, so cool. I, I just learned all that from you. Yeah, what were you saying? My bad. Yeah, no, that's. I'm happy I gave you that insight because it's yeah. really interesting that all these guys are out there and they just have to make the right decision. I feel like they can't go wrong with choice two, three, or four. I know choice one is the defensive player, but the Giants really need that offensive line help in any. I don't way. think you can go wrong with any of these guys, depending on where their where their draft mm-hmm. spot is. And if Chase Young is. The Giants man at, let's say, two or three. They have to go with an offensive tackle with their next pick. Because if they don't, we're in trouble, yeah, guys. They, we they, really It doesn't matter if we get Chase Young and we don't do anything to the offensive line. I'll lose my mind if the offensive line does not get touched in the offseason, which I really think is going to be the biggest thing this offseason, Kevin, with the offensive yeah, line. Absolutely, and I'm sure you're going to hear us harp on that week after week after week. But that is because it's the most important thing you could have other than a quarterback and Maybe a pass rush, but still probably even more important. Yeah, because if you protect Danny Dimes, maybe he throws more dimes, Kevin. Yeah. And maybe he wins more games. Simple cause and effect. And then maybe for he sure. makes the playoffs. Simple. And then maybe we'll make the Super Bowl. Super yeah. Bowl with Saquon Barkley in the backfield running for two hundred and fifty yards. Imagine oh, that. Whoa. You, you have me dreaming right now. With with Andrew Thomas blocking for him, leading the way. Oh man. Isn't so, it so cool that that's we like can just... well, hey, dreams come true. I was I was watching Kako highlights a year and a half before he came to the Rangers. I was watching Panarin highlights after a rumor that's why I'm sixteen starting. months before he came to the Rangers and they're on the team right now. I'm like feel yeah, like I'm dreaming. So you're dreaming. Stay hopeful, guys. Dreams come true. I mean the Giants did beat the Pats twice the Super Bowl. We were old enough to appreciate that. Which I is was awesome. Which is awesome. Some of you guys listening if you're a few years younger, it's actually pretty crazy that that's the cutoff. I barely was able to remember that. First Super Bowl, luckily I was. I'll never forget it. And hopefully we just get more moments like that that coming soon uh, in this next decade because I'm, it, it seems I'm a little excited. bit a while away. I'm excited, Kevin. I know the GM and the owner and yeah, the, that, that's, the coach. That's another that's the problem. the biggest problem is that I have no faith in the general manager. The reason I was able to regain faith in my Rangers was this thing I mentioned last year. They announced the plan. They said what their goal is. They said how they're going to uh, try to acquire certain players. You'd love to see the Giants just say something like that. Uh, I just think that's, speak, Dave Gettleman. I just, just want to... Even the, the problem is, I say this every single week, it's not even that he won't verbalize the plan. There's no decisions that are made that kind of even lead you to what a plan might be. Everything just seems to contradict itself in every decision that he makes, and it just kind of has them yeah, it's just like stuck a, in, in the stuck bottom in the right now. Yeah. It's just like a Eli Manning yeah. conspiracy theory. Is he the one running the team? <laughs> I don't think so. Because 
I just want to hear Dave Gettleman talk. I haven't heard nope. him talk since the preseason. Well, like, speaking of Eli, like, they, come on. Speaking of Eli, they could use his uh, <coughs> uh, his little nephew, Archie's son. Archie, Ar- who, Archie Manning. Is, it's Cooper Manning's son. Yeah, so, so it's, it's Eli and Peyton's nephew. This kid is unbelievable. Yeah, he throws freshman. five or six touchdowns. Well, let's get him one day on the on the on the podcast or something. He's only in high school. Maybe we could get yeah, some maybe press he can access. talk about Eli and how he just. We'll be like, we're like ball. we're like six years older than him. We're like, why can't your uncle play football anymore? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Well, I think I'm all good. I mean, we, we know we didn't have a game this week, so a little bit. Eh, still twenty minutes talking about. Yeah, still twenty minutes talking about a two and eighteen team, guys, which is really the awesome thing. I love this team so much, and I'm just happy I can really give you guys a little information, just give you a piece of my mind, and show you guys how I feel about the team because. I really do see a change in the future with this team, and it really is going to start through the draft, guys, because as you can tell, the players they have drafted so far, some of them may not pan out. But what are you going to do at the end of the day about that? That's that's football. Not every team is going to get the, the player they want with every draft pick. Like, look at Eric Flowers. We thought he was going to be the stud of the offensive line, and then he was the bust yeah, of the it, offensive line. There's obviously in all drafts and all sports, there's a little bit of luck involved in there's only so much scouting can actually do the player has to do the job once he gets there but like i said at least the process is what's important if the giants go for an offensive lineman you can't be upset if they go for a defensive end or tackle you You can't really be be upset upset, but if the kid is a bust then that's a a a problem for a later date you would just like to see them make the right picks and so at least you know that the team recognizes what what direction it should be going in yeah kevin I'm just hoping it all goes up from here, man. I really love this team. So thank you guys once again for listening to another episode of Talking Big Blue with JQ. I'm your host, Jack Quattararo, and alongside with me is a great friend of mine and my co-host, Kevin Meisman. So let's go Giants, and let's see some fireworks this weekend.